good morning, good afternoon, and whatever else Jim Carrey says in that show. This is another episode with Phil and Pete. This is Conversations with Phil and Pete. Uh, Adventures on Phil and Pete on Facebook. This episode is brought to you by Raw Rolling Papers and the butane gas that is used for the marijuana that Pete smokes. So, Coleman. 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 Shout out to Coleman. Shout out to Raw Rolling Papers. Whenever Pete needs to get high, he rolls one up and gets smoked. Correct. What's up, everyone? Whenever I need to light my glass pipe to hit my wax, my wax, my concentrate, brought to you by Coleman. All the YouTube fishermen, think Pig, Pig Patrol, Milliken. Thanks, buddies. Buy in bulk. Anyways, um, I'm doing good. I'm really stoned now. You know, That's good. It took us about seven or eight minutes to get ready for this, I'm comfortable saying, before we yeah. started recording. Yeah. I'm a torch on the whole time. Ooh. I mean, I turned it off for a brief moment. And I thought we were going to get going, and I kicked it right back on. So I've been off today, and I'm really high right now. Let's talk, dude. Uh, how have you been? Fuck, I think I've, I've been good. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's. <clears throat> I don't realize how much like me and you actually talk all the time, and then like whenever I'm like, oh, what's Pete doing? And then and then I go, oh, he's busy. He's he's you know traveling or he's doing this. Yeah. And then I just kind of like let it be, you know, just like oh, he's busy. He needs to do his thing. Let it be. Um, but then like whenever you're back or I'm back or whatever, it's kind of like. Man, why is that motherfucker hit me back yet? Like, where is he? Where right. is this guy? Fuck. Must where be a long porn video. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Like, if he's still watching Pornhub, um, you know, it's it's crazy, you know. But uh, it's good to hear from you. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're back in town. I'm glad you uh, were able to hang out with the family, say hi to mom, uh, yeah. you know, and and do some do some things for mom and for yourself and your family. So that's really good to hear, man. You got it. I fucking loved it, dude. I, I I needed to go home. I had to go home. It's more of a, I had to go home. And, um, you know, the opportunity to to see my sisters and see my dad, you know, it was, it, it was something else. And be with my dad when he needed me. That's the biggest thing is be with my dad when he needed me. Um, it, it was It was amazing. A lot of the weekend was, it, it ended up being dedicated to my mom, you know. I ended up getting a new tat, you know. I don't know what I want to. We can Somewhere show it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, can, I can throw it on here if you really want us yeah. to. It's all right. I mean, it's no problem. There you go. Ooh, you know, look at that. I like a that. Little bit, a little bit of something from my mom. Uh, my sister's got the same thing. There's a little bit. It's a little bit smaller. And my older sister's got uh, my mom's name next to the set of arrows. And my other sister's got. The last name in a purple butterfly. So they've added a little bit to theirs. Uh, maybe I'll add a little bit to mine later on. Man, but I'll be honest with you, brother. You know, like this one really quick before I talk into the, like, the specs of the tattoo. Um, it was my cousin that gave it to me. So my mom's niece. That's awesome. You know, so um, it was, a. <coughs> if I'm right, it's the first piece that she's done for, for a cousin. Uh, well, that circle had finally gone broken. You know, my mom's the first uh, child to pass. That there, there was there was older. You know, my grandparents had in the upwards of fourteen, fifteen children, uh, but two yeah. or three passing right out of the womb. You know, yeah. or within at a very very young age. So, but my mom's the first at all of them. Um, kind of like my uncle said it. My uncle said it at the funeral. Yelena Man said uh, the circle's broken now. 
in the sense of, you know, mom's gone, you know, but my cousin was able to do it. And I'm, you know, if I'm right, it's the first one she's done for, you know, a cousin remembering an aunt or an uncle, her aunt or uncle, you know, some, it was a pleasure to have her do it. It's something my mom would have wanted, you know, to have her do. So thank you. Uh, Adriana, I love you. And you're a great artist. You know, I would have never thought, thinking back in the day, you know, to where you are now, you know, seeing how much time and effort and just everything that comes with tattooing, dude. Fuck's sakes, brother. It's a lot. I have a lot of them. How do you think I feel? <coughs> yeah, well, not only getting them, you know, and I got up and I was all fucking never again. You know, I, I'm not going to say never again. I'm being a pussy. Everybody knows that I used to be on the syringe, you know. I used to be I used to be on the syringe, everybody. You know, for for you know, diabetes. But I've winged myself off. But you know, that initial poke, that initial poke right there, brother, you know, nobody likes that little tingle. You know, I man through it all the time when I had to because I was used to it. But I got used to that I knew it was just gonna be a very, very, very tiny, tiny, very insta second that it was just gonna be pain. Tattoos to me is that pain the whole time. I don't want to feel that shit the whole time. God damn, fuck all that, you know. Um, but not only getting them, but the artists, dude. Like seeing tattoo artists, like get down, like the methods, the processes themselves, and just watching them piece it together. Here's the thing: it's just watching it all come together. You know, we see a guy walk in there behind us with a naked arm, the guy's walking in front of us as we leave with an arm that's completely decorated. I mean, he sat for a seven or eight hour session. That's a long time. I couldn't even have 45 minutes. I was like, man, I'm, I can, I was looking at her the whole time. Like it's, it, we're about to finish. I can't wait. I was, I didn't, I feel, I, I don't like it. Dude, here's the thing is I love the whole process. My my buddy, my boy in uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico, Milo, <coughs> he uh he's he's taking over my tattoos on my body, um, which I absolutely appreciate. He's a very good artist. He keeps tattoos at culture culture custom tattoo in uh, Las Cruces, New Mexico. Shout uh, out. Um but yeah, his process is absolutely amazing to watch. You know, like he'll He'll drop what he needs to draw. He'll he'll do what he needs to do. You know, gets the gets the layout of it, throws it on, and then just starts going. You know, and he has to set everything up. Gets his paper towels. Gets his his um A and D. His everything. You know, and and just goes for it. Um, what's interesting about those tattoo artists? They're not just tattoo artists. They're also like almost doctors at a point too. If you're bleeding too much, or if you can't. If they're if if their like ink is not taking you to your skin, they have to stop. They have to stop. Yeah, know what to call it. Yeah, you know, like that's that's not just easy just to do. That's not easy just to pick up and be like, oh, you know, I, I I'm just gonna draw on you and I'm done. You know, no, like it, you have to know what you're doing. If not, ink's not gonna sit well. Um, it's not gonna come out how you want it. You know, there's just a lot of stuff, a lot of science really behind it those people are very intelligent man i'm i'm really i'm really impressed by their uh by their knowledge of the skin like the skin is what's so crazy like people who get like their tongue tattooed their their inside of their 
their their their gums like there's there's a certain there's a certain there's a certain way you have to tattoo those people and if you hit if you hit like a a nerve or if you hit a something you you can lose feeling there and those people are going so careful around those places that they're not going to hurt you you know so yeah it hurts it hurts a lot but like i've you know when i was doing my right arm i have quite a bit on my right arm I, I probably stopped paying attention or it didn't hurt anymore probably after like the second set of like where of like my of my music notes on here because it my arm just went numb you know like your arm goes numb and you just stop feeling everything you uh, just forgot that that was just, going you on. start you start forgetting <laughs> about it you know and unfortunately <laughs> you, you you probably didn't you probably didn't feel you probably didn't get to that point where you just stopped caring or your body to stop caring you know it's just kind of like fuck this still hurts fuck this still hurts fuck this still hurts um but you know once you get one and i'll be the first to say it and it sounds like you're not on board but as soon as you first get one uh they're they're hard to not get another one they really are yeah i mean don't get me wrong this is the second tattoo that i have the very first one that i have is uh you know just my last name but am I going to get some added on? Yeah, I sure am. Just not going to be right away. You know, I'm not a, not a fan of, of it right away. No, but really Do just, you remember you know, me? Do you remember me with no right arm tattoo? I remember you. You had one, didn't you? Yeah, I had the on your right tattoo. arm. I had the right That's all you had on yeah. your right arm when I when met you. First you. Me, when you first met me. Yeah. And then now I'm. now you have... Yeah, that was the that was the one that you had when I met you. That was it. Yeah, that was it. You were naked. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. No, just like all over. The place. <coughs> do you remember now this one? Do you remember when I got this one? I do. We got it. Oh, we got that fucking like Phil got that one like a backdoor fucking. <laughs> so fucking... remember, you're like you're like you drop me off. You're like I'll be back, and I was like, all right. So you leave and you come back, and me and this lady. The AC broke while the while the tattoo was going, and you come in and I'm fucking sweating, I'm sweating bullets, and this chick is sweating too because it's fucking hot in Las Cruces at this time. And Pete comes up to me, he's like, "You doing all right?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm fine, man." And I'm just like beating sweat, just dying full of sweat. He's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, man, I'm fine." And he's like, "Okay," like he kept you kept asking me like, "Am I okay?" And this poor lady, she was just like. Maybe a buck twenty, <coughs> buck twenty blonde blonde chick who tattoos, you know, just fucking sweating it out with me. We're just tattooing, you know, and she's doing my last name on my arm, and it was it was crazy. It, it was it was a good experience. I, the reason I say it was a good experience is just because it was, uh, it it was like me and her were in it together, you know, like we were gonna finish this tattoo together, and uh, I just remember coming uh coming out, and you were just like. That took a while. <laughs> I was like, well, first off, we were good. And then the fucking AC went out. And then we had to, like, move around and, like, do all sorts. It was it was a lot. It was a process. Normally, this tattoo right here probably should have took about 20 minutes. Maybe. Maybe. Minutes, maybe. But it took, like, an hour and a half. Almost two hours. Let me just really quick. And he's. And it's the light version. He gave you the light version, which is his version. Like I said, he stuck it out with her. That's his take on it. 
But when I walked into that motherfucker, guys, it was fucking buggy, musky. Not only was it in the summertime, when I walked in, there was fucking fog on the windows. That goes to tell you how fucking hot it was in that motherfucker. It was so bullets. She got a fucking, she got a V of sweat coming down a little spaghetti strap. I'm like, oh, God damn. Phil's getting tattooed by a meth head. <laughs> Bless her heart. Nah, she wanted a meth head. You know, she toughed it out. She fucking gave it to Philip, sure enough, and we got the fuck out of there. I came out of there sweating tits like a motherfucker. It was hot. It was Phil hot. Toughed it out. Phil fucking toughed it out. But, you know, that's just tattoo artists, man. When they get a chance to do it, they got to do it. You know, when you get the chance to ink to make the money, you know, you got to do it. You know, bills got to get paid. Got to get paid. Because, you um, know, the tattoo, the tattoo life is hard, man. Like, either you have your own shop. Or you're renting, you're renting a chair at a shop, and you're paying rent on that section of the shop, um, and you got to pay those, you got to pay those rental bills. You know what I mean? So you got to pay rent, then you got to pay rent at your house, then you got to pay, you know. So like, anybody who's listening, make sure and tip your tattoo artists. Make sure and pay your tattoo artists. They are they are phenomenal people. I love them all. Milo, love you, man. Sounds Damn, like your sounds like straight your nieces to shit too. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of local people, man, I want to talk. Uh, let me, you know what? Let me go ahead and send that to you real quick. I should have already sent it to you. Um, that whole situation, the car crash that I was talking about that happened a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to Las Cruces uh, Police Department's page really quick, see what we can find. Um, well, really quick, while I'm pulling that up, I'll explain a, of what I know what happened, and um, we'll go from there. So a couple of weeks ago, there was a there was an accident. There was a involved an eighteen or nineteen year old kid, if I'm right. Um, he died off of Highway seventy. Now the reason he had passed was he um, he went to go pick up a relative who had contacted him uh, because he was too intoxicated to drive. So. I'm sending this over to Philip right now. So y'all just bear with me. I'll continue the story here. What? So Phil's going to go ahead and read that, and he'll give you names, because I'm going to just say cat and all that bullshit. Um, but, yeah, so basically what happened is an older cat called, you know, younger cousin to come pick him up, follow him home because he was too intoxicated to drive or, you know, he had too much to drink. Cousin went said, all right. So he went met him, met him off an exit, you know. Uh, cousin came in boiling, boiling hot off that exit. Ran right into his cousin. Ran right into his cousin. He got got out of got out of his um the vehicle that you know younger cousin was sitting in. You know that vehicle was just. I'll talk to you and tell you what I was told by the person who took that call. You know, but cousin got out that hit him. He booked it. He was drunk. You know, he booked it. And this is his cousin. This shit happened to him. This kid died. That's the guy um, who ran. That was the, the the older cat. But he hit his cousin, man. 
He was going too quick, got off the exit, hit his own cousin waiting for him. Well, that cat ran. You know, he ran. He ran to Carl's Jr. And then a Starbucks employee saw him running to Carl's Jr. And that's when the cop, that called the cop and said, yo, this dude's fucking barefoot. He ran into Carl's Jr. What the fuck is going on? The cops get over and then they fucking connect it. You know, he was the driver of that vehicle. But Phil, he fucking, you got to think about this, man. Like, you know, when I sat and I heard about this, you know, two, three weeks ago, you have the date there. What was the date that that happened? Uh, this was, young man was killed in Saturday's morning's crash. This was February 10th when this was posted. So February 10th. So this was February 8th when this happened. February 8th is when this happened. Which, you know, you, I sit back and ask myself, man, like this kid left to go do a good deed. And was taken out by that that deed while he was doing, you know. And Manny, we've had Manny on the podcast before, you know. And I know Manny's gonna watch this, you know. They Do we so need, much Are return. we allowed to even say his name? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, there's no, there's no, <clears throat> there's nothing private of what's being said. I mean, it was, it's all out there for the public, or everybody who was there knew. You know, because this is this is straight from first aid from firefighters, but when they started putting out that fire, brother, they didn't even know that somebody was in that vehicle. They just thought it was a car crash and somebody booked it. It wasn't until they pulled out the fire they found out there was a body inside. So he picked this kid up and drove with him, or no. he he was, was waiting off an exit. Oh, he, so was he was waiting like off underneath an exit. the car. He was like underneath the car, probably. No, he wasn't underneath the car. He was off an exit, so Highway seventy, you know, just like you're off yeah. an exit of an interstate. Yeah. yeah. So I guess he was he was just just parked off a off a parking right off the exit, and cousin came in steaming off the exit because that was his exit to meet his cousin, but came in hot and hit cousin that was parked. Cousin was parked. Oh, hit the other car. Yeah, he hit oh, his he hit his shit. cousin. Yeah, he was gonna follow his cousin home, um, <clears throat> which I don't know how it really would have worked because I be- I believe the cousin lived more on the outskirts of town. But yeah, cousin, little cousin was gonna follow big cousin home, and little cousin was parked at the exit just sitting there waiting, and big cousin came in, go getting off the right exit, but just came in too hot, and ran into little cousin. And they didn't even know he was in there until they put out the fire. They ran into him. He was steaming so hot, brother. The kid's knees were on top of his shoulders. It was folded Damn. in half. So he was just... just. <laughs> wow. The wow. left... Um, if I'm right, they said the uh, driver's side... The driver's side front tire was well past the back seat. Jeez, so so did he did the other car impact something else or was it just this car hit him straight head on? It mu- he must have hit him head on, maybe because of how cousin was parked. You know, I'm not exactly sure. Oh wow! You know, but um, but yeah, that's you know, and to think of you know, think of something like that happening, you know, taken out by the deed that taken out by the good deed. You know, I don't want to phrase it like that, but. But it's true though. It was a good deed. This this other this other person 
um, what was it? They, uh, Luis uh, Alberto Mendez was trying to help his cousin Aldolfo, like get him home. You know, like hey, I want to get you home. <clears throat> and dummy comes in fucking heated with in a car, and pretty much uses a weapon to kill him. And they're charging him as such. To be honest, they're charging him as such because charged with multiple felonies, including vehicular homicide. You know, like you, you, you failing to report a crime. Are you failing to report an accident? You know, him running away, him doing all this stuff, killing somebody. There's a lot of stuff that this this person is now going to pay for, probably for the rest of his life. Um, I, I, I'm very sad by this. This is really sad, uh, especially that this this young man was trying to help his family member get home. Um, yeah. This it is really, it, this it, is really it, it left me, it definitely left me speechless. You know when I, you know when I said thing about it, when I initially thought about it, I was left speechless. You know, because you know, like I said, I mean, kid was just helping out his older cousin. What I wouldn't have given when I was a cat, you know, to be called by my older cousin, like, hey man, come fucking follow me. You know, if I got that from one of my older cousins, like, hey, come get me home, motherfucker. I'm drunk. Get your fucking ass over here, pick me up. I've been fucking flattered. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, they called me. Like, I'm going to pick up my big cousin. You know, that's how I am. That's how I would have taken it. And to be taken out by that, you know, the, the deed is just, may he rest easy. Um, may that family just, may they, may they find peace with the hard time. Um, There's going to be a lot of, lot of mental rehab going through this. I mean, you have to not think just, about not that. Just for, not just for the family. But for this young man who who caused this accident and who ran because now he has to come to terms that he killed somebody who was trying to help him. And then he just made it worse for himself. Um, and then now his whole family is just destroyed. And on top of that, on top of that, they're related. That's the that's the big one. That's blood. That's, that's what makes it so much harder I always wish rehabilitation and rehabilitation upon everybody because that's just what we need as people. It's it, he will rehabilitate in some way, shape, or form. I hope his maker helps him get there. But God, it is rough. It makes it so hard when there's family involved, and then that it's a family situation. How bad does this affect the family? That's one of the big things to you know to ask ourselves. Those of us with big families, if you have a big family. Think about how that would affect your family. You know, that's the hard one. Yeah, how, how, how as a family member, how could you forgive somebody? You know what I mean? Like you, you're, you're going to have to go talk to this young man and say, I forgive you for killing my son, but I still love you because you're my family. Like that's hard. That's hard. That's really hard. You know, if you think about it, like you killed my family, you're supposed to be my blood, my, my everything, you know, like family comes first type of thing. And you're telling this person, like, I hope you die too. Almost, You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to think about. It's really hard to think about. (sighs) Just, just, just a rough one. You know, the, the concept itself, just. Because alcohol itself, and the only reason I don't want to say I get shaken up about it is just, 
if you I mean if you think about it, alcohol itself is so it's just out there, like it's not a problem. You know what I mean? Um, it's just out there, you know. So and it obviously shows that it's a problem. And I don't know. I'm gonna stop running on there because I don't want to be sad. I just I want to put an up marking, up rising in this really quick. The NFL, THC use. Yes, Zang. That was literally so. If everyone doesn't know, the NFL just uh, approved the usage of THC uh, in the NFL. Um, so I'm hoping I'm hoping it's going to be helpful for these players to actually be able to rehab uh, utilizing THC versus utilizing um, uh, like other drugs or painkillers or anything like that. Um, I just hope that the players who have been ridiculed for utilizing marijuana already um, will be kind of like taken care of in a different a different way of like, all right, you know, we understand this is why you used it. Um, you're no longer suspended or whatnot. Let's get you back in this NFL and get you some playing time. You know, people like Martavis Bryant, um, uh, Josh Gordon. David Irving. Um, you know, Josh Gordon, Josh Gordon was a big one. Um, Irving, another big one, uh, you know, all these players that smoked marijuana, you know, now, um, now should not be held accountable for those, you know, and, um, kind of like what they've done for people who have had marijuana convictions, you know, they, they release them, you know, they kind of say, you're good, (laughs) you know, please don't be, uh, hope you're not going to start going moving pop, you know what I mean? I just hope they, again, it goes back to rehabilitation of now the mind you know you've been told you're a drug addict you're a drug addict you're a drug addict but no you know they were utilizing a plant to help them feel better um and now they're not considered a drug addict anymore you know which is which i absolutely absolutely agree with and i'm so happy the nfl decided to do that which is interesting is me and you talked about this where the mlb is okay with it the NHL doesn't even test for it. Um, and now the NFL has stepped up their game and uh, approved the usage of it, which I'm really happy for the players in the NFL. No, I'm, no, I'm definitely that, – that's <coughs> that's what, excuse me, that's what I'm pumped for. Like I said, I had mentioned David Irving just because, you know, he, was, he had finally left the Cowboys and he was such a great player for the few games that he played, you know, after being hurt then being popped for cannabis multiple times. It's just like you said, it's Josh Gordon too. It's just awesome to hear, like you said. And I hope it I hope it plays a I this is a positive this is positive for the movement. This is what the movement needs. You know what I'm saying? So um that was a good um that was a good thing, you know, for sports. So hey, really quick and speaking about sports, yo, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury this weekend. Tell me Phil. So Talk I was actually I only reason I watched it um was because I thought you would have been watching it. Mm-hmm. And I told you this whenever I FaceTimed you. Hey, you know, are you watching it? Do you have a link? Are you good? Blah blah blah. And you weren't. And that's fine. Uh, I'm glad you're with your fam. But I was glad I was able to share uh what I was able to share with you while we had our You helped a lot. Um but yeah, it was it was it, it was amazing. Uh it was amazing to see uh, the man who who everyone thought was not going to do very well, uh, he did very very well. 
um, Tyson Fury is uh, a big motivation to probably any any normal Joe out there that uh, if you believe it, it is possible. Uh, that guy was very, very amazing to watch, especially coming from somebody who was so high on themselves, uh, Wilder, telling people that he would have knocked out Mike Tyson and all that stuff. Like, dude, <laughs> if you ever seen Mike Tyson hit somebody? Dude, yeah, Mike Tyson. <laughs> Tell me about it. Wilder, Wilder, Wilder couldn't even throw a punch, bro. Like, Tyson He'd sneak in too quick. Out. He would have snuck in too quick. But, no, I mean, I like I had said before, you know, it, it worked out in my favor, you know, before the fight started. So my cousin Alvin, you know, like I said, on the for weeks, you know, I, I love to see Tyson Fury win, but I believe Deontay Wilder's going to win. Um, and it worked out. You know, well, it worked out in the sense that Tyson Fury won. And to see on how they had stopped the fight, you know, they, they stopped the fight. It was stopped the fight by his corner. And that's what. Um, everybody does need to realize it was stopped by his corner, you know, and they threw in the towel busted eardrum. Maybe I don't, I haven't really read into it of what, what was exactly, um, I was exactly, uh, going on, uh, with him, but, um, I know he was bleeding from the, I was bleeding from the ear pretty good. Um, so yeah, let me see. Let me see what it, I'm it, it glad, says. I'm glad Tyson Fury won. And Tyson Fury, man, I love him, man. But that guy can't sing for shit. You know what I mean? He can't. So they said, let's see. Um, I don't know what you mean by. Oh. They said, let's see. Whoa. Don't talk to me. Uh, don't talk see. to me. Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. So it looks like here it just said that he 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 hurt something inside his ear. They're not giving us an exact um, what exactly was hurt. Um, they did he did get a couple stitches in his ear afterwards. They're saying that's probably why he was wobbling. It was affecting his his equilibrium. Nah, dude, he's wobbling because <laughs> Tyson Fury knocked that fool out. Um, he he knocked him he knocked him down pretty pretty aggressively a couple times um after a while man like i i don't know i think me and you talked to pete a while ago where that boxer he he died the following day from head punches you know like i think i think the corner uh respectfully had to throw in that towel because you know you're not you're not just thinking about you're not just thinking about uh you know oh he can do it he can do it no you're thinking about his tomorrow you know is he gonna wake up tomorrow (laughs) No, no, I, I, no, I'm with you. I mean, that's what that's where that's why trainers, a good trainers, are where they are, you know. And um, you know the you know the one with the cat that died a few months ago. Yeah, he died a few days later after the brain surgery. He just didn't pull through, you know. And that's so, you know I don't think Deontay Wilder could have taken more of that because uh, Tyson Fury put it to him. And you know, you look at Tyson Fury. If you were to see Tyson Fury out somewhere. I'm sorry, but I don't think Tyson Fury looks like a boxer. He moves like one. He moves like one, like a son of a gun, you know, but if you just look at him, he doesn't look like a he boxer. Looked, he looked like your your normal milkman or like garbage truck. Uncle Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Uncle Joe, man, but I love it. He's a, he's a real big motivation because guy almost killed himself. Kyle used to weigh over 400 pounds. After he won the title and retired, he was like, ah, I'm just going to drink lagers. Gain, go all the way up to 400 pounds. He's like, ah, I'm gonna just get back to it. I don't want to kill myself no more and stop doing drugs and find the light. 
And it was all amazing. It was all amazing to hear. Then to see him win against Deontay Wilder, man, because that's like literally the biggest one right there, you know, is him against Deontay Wilder. Let's just see what happens now. See who did you takes, see what uh, he uh, did you see what Tyson Fury did with his purse? Oh uh, no! What did he, he donate it again? He donated it and paid for all the homeless people in his area. He oh really? That I wouldn't doubt it, man. That guy's that guy's beyond humble. He donated it from the last fight, last uh, two fights. I think he's donated it. So you know that's awesome to see. At least he's making a difference. You know, not only motivational wise. Um, but shit, you know, helping out the community. That's always good to see. Very good to see. Very um, appreciative. I'm, we, I'm glad I was able to watch it. <laughs> before we end it, because we're going to put it to a wrap, because I got some things to do. Dude, I got a rotisserie chicken we're going to tear into. That's really what it is, you know. And I don't know why there's a the dog upstairs is going nuts. I really don't know what the fuck's going on up there. But... I did want to say uh, one thing. I I definitely don't want to leave on any kind of down or anything, but I just wanted to give a shout out really quick. Um, there's somebody who's real special in my family. Um, her name's Eleni. Eleni Adama is her name now, and I know you're going to watch this later on because I'm going to tell you to watch it later on. But uh, Not right now. You lost your mother a little bit earlier today. Uh, my condolences to you. Uh, Eleni was there with us literally every step of the way when mom passed. She's been around with us since we were cats, you know what I'm saying? So um, I know what you're going through, and I'm not going to tell you what to through. All I'm going to tell you is that you're going to get through it. That's it. You get through it. The only way you don't get through it is if you're not, like, alive. But you'll get through it. I still get through it with this guy. That's why we do this. That's why I love him so much. This helps me a lot. So it helps me still get through it. And the good that it helps me, it helps me remember the good times. Otherwise, because I don't think if I had this, um, I'd remember the good times for sure. Um, but I think I'd be more sad, you know, so I don't know. Find your peace. You'll eventually. We all do. But I just want to tell you that and say we're on your side and your condol- our condolences goes out to you. Yes. Elaine Adame. Love you. Love you. Um, My show's on Friday. This next one, I got something planned for Friday. Can't wait. Boom. Can't wait. Uh, My Wednesday, Underground with Phil, 3 to 4, on the5radioxl.com. We we got a good show for us this week on Wednesday. Um, Peach is showing his all subs water because I know he probably has a chuck wagon somewhere, somewhere. Um, Dude, I had a total of seven chuck wagons. This fucking week. hate you. Fucking hate you. Yeah. But um, everybody, this was uh, another great conversation with Phil and Pete. Thank you for tuning in. You are the staff. We always want to know where the staff is. So if you are wanting to be part of the staff, always join us. We're always here. We're always down for a good conversation. My name is Phil. Fuck Phil. This is Pete over here. Fat Fishing on all his uh, social medias. Again, shout out to our our sponsors for the show, Raw Papers and Coleman uh, Gas. So thank you. Love you all. We out. Coleman's on right now. We out. Peace.